Hey everybody, it's time for another Wednesday anime news wrap-up. It's kind of weird for me to be thinking about anime news with all that's happening in the media. With the violence in Oaxaca, where the Mexican government is shooting a bunch of teachers and teachers who are being badasses and protesting new liberal reforms and just like generally being against the fascist federal establishment um and the strange strange like protests of the democratic party in washington with with like congress people like staging a sit-in to have a no-fly list gun ban is like what This is the bill that you're going to steal the people's mode of protest over. Like, really? But, not, whatever. Um, And, of course, like, all the Orlando stuff. But, here's anime news. So, I think that ANN has, like, really, really missed an amazing opportunity. And this is because of its... I guess maybe journalistic decorum, journalistic integrity, but with all the recent news regarding Digital Manga Incorporated and Libra Publishing, their headlines read, um, Libra ends publishing agreement with Digital Manga Inc. Libra Publishing, as I've, you know, with the magical abilities to click on links, discovered That's what I discovered is a gay manga publisher. So you can get all your yaoi and boys love from these folks. And I don't know what they were. And I also didn't know what Digital Manga Inc. was. But, um, and then you missed out. Gay manga publisher, like, pulls out of digital manga distribution. So, like, that that was, er, no, that would be a bad headline. That would be a little misleading because we don't actually know if Libra um, is going to do that entirely. They're probably going to leave this company. And ANN reached out and they put out a thing and they're, they're pretty upset at Digital Manga Inc. And um, they're leaving, it looks like, because they had some prearranged business agreement with, like, um some breach of contract so I don't know what's going on I don't know anything about business I don't know anything about law um and it's just like huh this is why people don't like to buy manga online and why uh anime fans in general are pretty suspicious of any such ventures even though we know that that's kind of the direction that we need to go in. Well, not we, but um, even though companies know that that's the direction that they need to be going in with Crunchyroll offering up Netflix-like services for um, manga and like Japanese and Korean live actions on top of anime. Um, and I don't actually really know what other companies are out there trying to do that. I know that there was a, a couple before um, that went underwater. I don't actually remember what they're called, but um, the old anime maxim goes is don't trust the TV, um, don't trust the library, 
uh, buy it yourself. And if you have it in the hardcover, that's forever or at least as long as your hard copy of whatever you've bought is there. Um, we are the Daily Anime Podcast. Don't encourage consumerism because I ain't been paid by anybody. But, you know, you know, hey, I, I'm willing to sell out. <laughs> Give me some free stuff. I hear about podcasters getting that. But that's that's whatever. Um, but I do think it is just sort of like, this does not make me more likely to go and buy manga. So, um, I remember the last time I tried to buy, I bought manga online. It was when they released, um, something, something, it was like a blackjack, not a blackjack manga, but say hello to Mr. Blackjack. They released say hello to Mr. Blackjack on like Amazon and the dude, uh, canceled his agreement with Amazon, um, like halfway through or something. Or at least I only bought like five volumes and said, "Wow, this manga is amazing!" And then never got to finish. Say hello to Black Jack. So um, that's that's one thing going for this whole uh, get your shit together type of period and. I guess maybe there's also just, like, the element of, yeah, there's so much manga out there. Um, if this isn't, like, Naruto, Bleach, Attack on Titan, or now, like, the bestseller in North America, Monster Musume. (laughs) If it's not that, then I don't know how much, like, money it's gonna make. But I am curious as to what's gonna happen, because Libra Publishing... Um, they did say that they're working on some other deal to continue releasing these manga series. So, um, who knows? Who are we supposed to give our money to? What about our prearranged agreements? I don't know, whatever type of deal. I don't know. A lot of these things can get swept up by all these weird decisions that we don't quite understand. But, you know, life goes on. And that just means less gay porn for me. So, this piece of news actually isn't very new. Um, There's going to be a new Yamato series. And it's going to be called Yamato 2202. And I am super, super excited. Apparently, it was written by Yoshinobu Nishizaki. And um, it's going to be... Produced by his son, Shoji Nishizaki. If you don't know who Nishizaki is, um, read up on anime history a little bit. Look up what Space Battleship Yamato, also known as Star Blazers, is. And um, look up what Macross is. And um, you'll probably discover who this, uh, I guess we could say, quirky cocaine addict was like. Um... But, I'm also very excited for this new Yamato. I love Yamato. Um, and it's also going to be written by Harutoshi Fukui. Harutoshi Fukui, if you don't remember, is the dude who wrote the novels that Gundam Unicorn is based off of. And Fukui, in Japan, is basically Japanese Tom Clancy. And Space Battleship Yamato is naturally very much in the same vein of that. These are both 
potentially right-wing nationalist works. We'll just say it. We'll just say it. It was like these these are all like key parts of donning the old signs of Japanese empire um, and power in the figure of the Yamato going over to a far land that's been bombing their homeland and bombing the shit out of that homeland. And that's Yamato. I mean, naturally, you're supposed to feel a way about it at the end of the show, but, you know, (laughs) you know. So... If you didn't know what it was, and you didn't know anything about Star Blazers, and I guess I just kind of told you the show, but it's kind of like just right that they got Fukui on board, um, and it makes sense to me. I mean, he did just write one amazing space opera, and now he's going to go and write another. But I wonder, I I don't know, I do wonder how novelists do with writing anime. But I'm not too worried. I'm more looking forward to it. And this may not be a new Gundam, but I'm fine with more Yamato. I actually discovered this news by looking through Tim Eldred's Twitter page. And he, like, I guess translated an interview that Fukui did. And I'll be posting the interview up on the website. I actually haven't read it yet, but I'm going to assume that it's pretty good. In terms of research material, you could probably consider this research, um, this interview to be, like, primary material. So, if you want to go do that, check that out, become a better anime otaku, and do some research. Last piece of news for the day. Apparently, the Japanese government is looking to hire one of us. And when I mean the Japanese government, I mean specifically the Japanese Ministry of Economy, Trade, and Industry. And when I mean one of us, I mean another fellow internet anime pirate type of One Piece wannabe looking ass, Pirate Bay downloading looking ass, Nya Torrent downloading looking ass, Trader. Um... I'm actually surprised that they haven't done this before. Like, this actually does sound like the here is one bandit over here. We're going to use him to get all the other bandits. Um, But more, a little bit nicer type of divide and conquer, native informant type of strategy um, to rein in on internet piracy. So, I don't actually know what's going on right now, but I think... There are, when I mean going on, I mean, um, I don't know what exactly what the government, Japanese government is doing other than trying to use like algorithms to find things, but like, yeah, this does make sense. And yeah, this is how you get the job done. The United States military would have never caught Geronimo, um, and his band of Chiricahua Apaches if they had not hired Apache scouts, if they had not said, here is some uh, money that you can use to potentially like save whoever people over here, you know, or whatever, and go find us Geronimo. And in this case, it's just like, here is a job. Go find us all the people you've been downloading from. At least that's how I see it. I mean, obviously, this type of person could probably just be like a techie, whatever type of dude, and... I think that I am in sort of a weird place in regards to anime piracy. 
Uh, no, I'm not. My stance has always been the same. If I can watch it availably, readily, I'll watch it. If I can't, you know, I'll look through my other means. It's that simple. Um, but, yeah. I do recognize that there's a lot of labor that goes in, but, I mean, at the same point, there is also a demand for a particular form of consumption that has to be met. Thanks for listening. I actually really enjoyed making this episode. If you feel as though there's some piece of news that I missed, or maybe if there's some anime that you want me to talk about, or if you just have any other general questions, maybe you want to talk about a creator, hit us up, dailyanimepodcast.com. Leave comments. Send us an email, dailyanimepodcast at gmail.com. You know, as always, you can check us out. There are all types of various ways to do that. We got the Twitter, you know, we got the iTunes, all this fancy technology for you young people these days to get a hold of your podcast. It's been a pleasure. This is Jefferson signing off for a Wednesday news wrap up that's coming out on Thursday. Bye.